One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Let Me Talk. I'm Michelle Elman. And I'm Amalia Lee. And in this podcast, we talk about sex to spirituality, dating to diet culture. And today we're talking about red flags in dating. So, yes. Amalia, what would you call a red flag? So, I would say that a red flag is more something a bit more subtle. Like, for instance, if you have someone you're dating and they're, like, screaming at you the first date and being completely disrespectful, that's not really a red flag. That's, like, a fire alarm. Like, run. <laughs> so, red flags are more like those very sneaky behaviors that are kind of warning you beforehand that this is going to end up as a fire alarm if yeah. you don't get out right now okay but okay so <laughs> I, I, would, i would have a little disclaimer though like some people that you date uh they just are not super self-aware and they might be a bit socially awkward so they might do some of these things yeah uh, so it's not like you automatically have to run but i feel like if you experience some of those things we're talking about maybe you should reflect a bit Or, or communicate. if you experience enough red flags in a row or yeah. if someone doesn't like if someone a red flag comes up you address it yeah and they don't learn from it yeah because you might date someone that has like one little behavior that is kind of bad but you maybe you can address it to them and be able to work on it because we all have red flags like i have red flag you have red flags yeah. no one's perfect but again it's more about the redness of the flag Now <laughs> I'm like, wow the metaphors <laughs> i'm like hmm, what is my red flag damn yeah <laughs> I think, like, I'm self-aware, but I'm not even sure what my red think flag is. Think about what your red flag is, because oh, I know what mine <laughs> I know what my red flag is. My red flag is uh, intensity bombing. So intensity I share bombing. too much. So intensity bombing is, like, when you meet someone and they overshare their life oh, story. Really? And I think I do that because yeah. I'm quite an open book. But yeah. I real And also because my job is essentially oversharing. Exactly, yeah. I think sometimes on a date, I give out too much information on the first date. According to Brene Brown, it's actually to try to, like, get some... By oversharing information, you're trying to get someone to like you more. Because... Oh, interesting. I, yeah. She writes about this whole phenomenon, and I would try to explain it, but I would just do it such an injustice that... <laughs> but that, I guess, is my red flag. What's yeah. your red flag? My, Willing to share. Uh, yeah, I think my red flag is the complete opposite. That oh, really? I have a very bad tendency of appearing very interested and then I completely disappear and there are, and I'm really sorry to anyone I've done this with but I literally I would get cold feet you and know, I disappear you know it's so funny because you said it's completely opposite that is my nightmare situation if a guy does that to me oh, yeah and like I am, so that's why we can <laughs> never date each yeah. other <laughs> I like if someone go like I just to this day the last guy I dated seriously ghosted me and to this day I still I'm trying to figure out how why like how do you just disappear oh yeah. and because i have a certain mm. standard for like now whereas like mm. i've raised my i've worked on raising my standard in the last year mm. um 
I never sent him a text to follow up. So, like, you know when someone goes... Well, when someone stops replying suddenly, you'd send them a second text. I've never... I never sent that second text. And now, so whenever I'm down, I think about that time and I'm like, maybe I should have sent a second Oh, no, you shouldn't. Because let me me tell you this. Okay. Whenever I ghost on someone, I'm begging them not to send me a second text because I would have no intention of replying. But then I made it easy for him. Like, you should experience the discomfort of the second text because you deserve it yeah but i get the second text i just doesn't reply to them either i've never been like oh you know what i was i ghosted on this guy but now that he sent me a text with a question mark i'm just gonna date him right away oh my god my dreams are come true no okay so okay enough about us yeah what are your red flags in other people <laughs> this one is gonna burn michelle but intensity oh yeah no first red flag intensity so you start dating someone and it's just too much too soon. It's two dates and they're already planning your future. And don't get me wrong. Some people do this in their heads. Yeah. Maybe you, Michelle, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's not so much that I'll be, like, talking about marriage on the first date or kids on yeah. the first date. It's more the fact that in my head, I've... You know what I've actually realized it, realized it is? It's the fact that... Um, I always go on a date assuming it's going to be my last first date. Like, it's so oh, weird that I'm like, this is the one. Yeah. And I, like, not even got to know him yet. Yeah. So, like, even though I've not said anything and I'm, like, aware enough to not say anything, it comes across in my behaviour. Do yes. you know what I mean? Because I feel like you can always sense when the other person has is investing too much emotionally too soon. You, you can try and play cool, but the other person is going to realise it. Yeah, and also, like... Intensity is one of my massive warning signs as well. Yeah. Like, especially because I'm not intense anymore and I've worked really hard to not yeah. be. It's the first warning sign that I run away from. And the experiences I've had in it is like someone... Um, I've been on a lot of first dates where the guy has ended up crying for the first time. Uh, like, genuinely has cried and then gone, I've never cried before. Um, and I don't know what it is. And I don't know if it's because I'm a life coach or, like, what it is. But, like, people feel like they can open up to me. And when someone cries, I guess on a normal first date and a normal reaction is that you pull away. My <laughs> reaction is, oh, he's opened up to me. Let savior me go and syndrome. comfort you. You have the saviour syndrome. Yeah, you know, I know. You see these broken men and you want to fix them, you know. I know. I, I need to not be everyone's free therapist. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Except mine. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but I think when intensity, it's also more that, uh, in my experience, I've met someone and they've been super intense in the beginning and that kind of shows that it will always die off the intensity yeah and when the intensity dies off they think that oh like uh oh the feelings are gone what happened and i don't feel as intense anymore and they kind of build the whole foundation of a relationship on that initial intensity thinking that will last forever and hence they are intensity junkies well so what i was talking to my therapist about was the fact that intensity is actually a way to avoid intimacy oh that's good so and the like because when you're at that level and it's a certain level of vibration that's like very hard to first of all maintain so that's why it dies off Mm. but also you actually can't access your own emotions Mm. so it's like almost nervous energy it's like 
buzzing and like exactly. talking really quickly and all that kind of stuff um, exactly yeah and I think that a lot of that comes down to the whole difference between love and infatuation I would say love is something that feels like safe relaxing yeah. and warm while infatuation is like you lose your appetite you can't sleep you're obsessing over the person that is not love that's infatuation guys that's addiction yeah. love addiction yeah. um, I've been telling Amalia about this model of therapy I don't know what you call it a model a, psycho- a psychological model called uh, PML by PL yeah, by Pia Melody called Love Addiction. Um, and she's got an incredible book called Facing Love Addiction. And I've just like fallen in love with that book and looking at the model and everything like that. Um, but yeah, no, she talks about intensity through exactly, that. Yeah. And she talks about love addiction and she talks about love avoidance. Mm. Um, but both can actually come across as really intense in the beginning. The yeah. love addiction like continues to get more and more intense, whereas mm. the love avoidant would then back off after exactly, they've got yeah. their hit or their fix. Mm. But yeah. Interesting, yeah. Very interesting. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely my number one warning sign now. Yeah, and I know it's difficult when you are in those early stages of dating someone, and especially if you're dating someone who is very intense, you might uh, get attracted because you're like super... like in lust with this person you want to see them all the time i would say that you're doing yourself and the potential relationship a favor by kind of backing off a bit don't lose yourself don't stop seeing your friends don't stop taking care of yourself do you know just back off a bit yeah it's gonna well actually that's one of the main things i've learned like how to actually deal with this as a red flag is i don't text as frequently as i did very good yeah i have very like strict rules about not texting during work hours and things like that and it sounds really like regimented and like inflexible but it's needed because of i just have this almost natural instinct to progress something really quickly so by texting less um and like slowing it down I'm actually able to access my emotions and access my feelings about it rather than covering over it with intensity that's amazing because that shows that you're self-aware yeah it would have been better if more people were self-aware I mean, to be fair, that's also a red flag for me, is someone who lacks complete self-awareness of what they do yeah um or how they act yeah um like the thing with me is if you tell me i'm stubborn i'm kind of like it stubborn isn't necessarily a positive trait or people don't consider it a positive trait but i'm like yeah yeah like i know i am i know my faults i know my weaknesses and i feel like if someone can't recognize that it becomes really difficult when you have like disagreements in a relationship Mm. that makes complete sense yeah yeah so i always find like that is I mean, honestly, that's probably my top criteria when I'm choosing someone to date now. Mm, that they are self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, emotionally intelligent. Oh, emotional intelligence is so important. And, like, knowing when to apologise. Yeah. And that, oh, I had the best the best conversation. It's now a funny conversation. But, like, mm. back then, uh, when I was dating a guy who must have been on, like, the fourth date. Mm-hmm. And he cancelled an hour before. Um, and he... <laughs> He, on that day, I happened to have got rejected 20 times for my book. And, like, I was upset. Obviously, I was upset. And I was crying. And, like, this is when I was pitching my book in America. And so it was, like, way before I even started pitching it here. Um, And I was upset. And I didn't know where to go next. But I was looking forward to our date in the evening, as you would be, since I had a pretty horrible day. And he managed to turn it around on me. So he cancelled an hour before um and only because I asked him where are you kind of thing Mm. um and 
he basically turned it around and said it was because of my book that I was acting the way I was acting. When I was like, mm. actually, no, it's because you've done a really horrible yeah. thing. People are like, and even if you would have been more upset than usual, it still shouldn't excuse their behavior. Yeah, but the next day, he said, he texted, he like waited 24 hours and then he texted me, how are you feeling? Um, and I was like, about what? The book? Or in life, about life in general? <laughs> Being like, oh, what? How are you feeling about our fight yeah. last night? Like our first fight. Yeah. Um, and then anyway, we got into the conversation and he went, I'm sorry you feel that way. Oh, I hate that. And I was still in like my passive aggressive phase of life. So what I did is I went on Google and I typed in, I'm sorry you feel that way. The first thing that comes up is non-apology apology. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like genuinely, if you type that into Google, that is like... it it's a wikipedia page that says non-apology apology i screenshot it just sent it to him like no words nothing around it just sent it to him and he literally just replied being like i did not know that thanks for informing me oh my god and he was like in that case i'm sorry i made you feel that way and i was like i just put like the clapping hands emoji i'm sorry i made you feel that way it's also like if he doesn't address his behavior he just addresses that Oh no, I think I'm sorry I made you feel that the way that no, way is he's... accountability. But like I'm yeah, sorry but... you feel that way is like Yeah, okay, he's taking accountability for making you feel away, but is he taking accountability for his actions? I'm sorry for cancelling. I mean this turned into a really long conversation where I basically was intensity like Intensity warning, intensity what, warning. Like how to be a boyfriend one oh one conversation but i think this is something that i know maybe i have those tendencies as well is that coming you come into this you see a person and you think this is like a renovation project it's this is like a build a man project (laughs) (laughs) and you're just like yes yeah and you're like oh great this is not healthy like i think that's another warning sign is when you're trying to fix someone because essentially even if you're trying to fix someone and it's well-intentioned you're still trying to change them which like yeah. I don't know how what you believe about this but do you think you can love someone if you still want to change some change them I think you can want to change small aspects with them and still love them but if you you're completely looking to totally renovate the entire person then maybe you should just <laughs> not be with that person but if it's like small things you know for instance uh you might be seeing someone and you like everything about them but it's just that they are sometimes they're really stubborn for instance yeah it's something that you can kind of have it as that like a pet peeve and you can maybe encourage them hey you know sometimes i feel like maybe you should admit that you're wrong but isn't loving someone accepting who they are of course and that's i think accepting someone is that you can have things you dislike about that person but you accept it but yeah. there are certain things you should never accept and then there are certain things you kind of you can accept yeah that's true for instance someone who's gonna date me probably have to put up with that i'm very often late it's something that they will hate it's something that will cause a lot she of says problems this. she was on time today I and i literally today. texted her i being was like, on time today okay i'm gonna be totally transparent because i hate when people are late and lie to me but i'm in the supermarket right now <laughs> i don't care when others are late so i just assume they don't care when i'm late but they do they do. I, yeah. I find it, like, disrespectful of someone's time, so yeah. I'm, I'm very sorry. Yeah, but today. I'm not always late. I'm just sometimes... <laughs> but, <laughs> see, I don't think that's... I think that's a behaviour more than a trait, so I'm, like, I don't have yeah. to accept yeah. that behaviour. Yeah, it's behaviour. So I guess it all comes down to what are the behaviours, because if someone, for instance, if they're uh, little flaws that they would scream and be abusive, then <laughs> no, you sh- could not... You shouldn't stay with them, and you yeah. shouldn't try to fix them. You shouldn't... You should just save yourself yeah no, definitely mm. um another oh so one of my massive red flags is um 
when someone tells me who they are, I'm like quite a culprit for <laughs> ignoring what. I, so okay, <laughs> complete disclosure. I once had a boyfriend genuinely ask me out, like as in asked to be my girl, be my girl, ask me to be his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, by going, will you be my girlfriend? FYI, you should know I'm an asshole. Like. <laughs> Word oh for word, God. that's yeah. how he asked me out. And then I was like, oh, wow, that makes it really enticing. And he went, also, just so you know, I'm really busy with exams for the next six oh months. My God. And you know what I said? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, I was in a relationship with him for eight months. But, like, um, now, in hindsight, this this same guy used to also say he was really selfish. Well, Turns out he was right, but I'm <laughs> that person who always goes like, no, you're not. You're so self-aware, we can work on this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's huge that you actually recognise your, like, that you're selfish. That's a huge thing. And he used to all, always relate it to, I don't know if you ever watched Suits, but Harvey Specter from Suits. And he used to be like, I'm like Harvey Specter in Suits. Oh my but God. like, Romantic, Harvey Specter's yeah. a very, like, suave. Yeah. Would you want to date Harvey Specter? No. Like, do you want to watch him on a TV show? Yes. Like, I don't know who this man is, but, but yeah. As in, like, <laughs> just because you're, like, related to, you're relating yourself to a, like, good looking, suave character doesn't necessarily mean you are one. Yeah, and I feel like guys do this. They look, guys, they watch um, the movies and they see, like, this character and they see that this character share a bad flaw with them, for instance, being a bit flaky. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I can be flaky. It's cool to be flaky because yeah. this movie character is flaky, you know? And it's like, well, you're ignoring that you don't have any of the positive you, traits. Yeah, this guy is, yeah, has a lot of other positive traits that comes way suffer, you know? Yeah. But then the guy that you're seeing might be the most average guy ever. So he he don't have, like, he shouldn't have the audacity to be this flaky, you know? But you know you're so right, because there is, there is a thing which I find with a lot of people that I date, where they're like, I have this trait, it's a negative trait, but I'm self-aware about it, so it's okay. And it's like... Yeah. Uh, Me and my lateness, but okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just this thing of I'm like... I'm better now. At least I'm like... Because I would have this conversation about his selfishness. Then he would be like, well, at least I'm honest about it. At least I like yeah. recognise what I am. I'm like, yeah, that is better. But if you... But is it better if you recognise what you are and you have no desire to change it? Yeah. Like, I'm a selfish, arrogant prick. Yeah. And like... I just don't want yeah. to change it. I'm a nasty person and I just yeah. don't want to change it. Like, But then there are the people that they, they kind of, they try to change it, but they only performatively try to change it. Like oh, I had yeah. this, like I had this guy that I was dating and he he was very selfish and it was something that we always would communicate. And he was like, yeah, I'm very selfish. And I was like, yeah, you're very selfish. You should work on that. And he was like, yeah. And then he was kind of pretending that he worked on it. And like, <laughs> this is true. That happened yesterday. He called me <laughs> and he said, oh, hey, was your di- how was your day? And he was like, yeah, yeah, because apparently I should ask about this thing to try to be less selfish. <laughs> and I was and like, you told him to <laughs> ask. <laughs> no, I said, I was kind of saying like, you know, sometimes you talk about your day a lot you know it's always nice to ask other people about their day but you don't <laughs> he was asking about my day saying like, oh, yeah because this is what i should do to be less selfish like no you just ask he's like oh how was your day um yeah because you just yeah but this is that. this is <laughs> this is why i don't believe in getting back together like <clears throat> with someone for the sake of them changing like you know when you get back together with someone and they're like oh i've changed i've changed and i was like but for how long like yeah. have you only changed for the month until i'm like you're still in your like probation period and then as soon yeah. as we're like cemented again you're yeah. gonna go back to all your old behaviors oh, and is it just something they do is it something they genuinely think that i need to change or is it more that they they feel like i need to change to get you back yeah to make you interested you know 
Yeah. I mean, I also think that generally not asking you how you are is a warning sign in general. Yeah, and pointing out and giving themselves an applause for asking how your day was is slightly trash. <laughs> Here's a trophy for being the best boyfriend because you asked me how you how I am Damn, for the first so time funny. in three months. So, like, thank you very much. Wow. But I also find, like... <clears throat> For me, like, I sometimes get a bit deluded by the fact that, like, asking me how I am ticks the box when actually... I, I remember I used to date this guy who I, I would ask how I am. Like, he would ask me how I am, but then I'd be like, oh, I, like, went to this event today and, like, oh, it was really annoying because someone said something like that. And he'd be like, oh, cool. And then just move on. Yeah, that shows is not sincere because he's not asking follow-up. Yeah, because I'm like, you're just asking for this, like, politeness. Like, everyone, even if you go to a party with complete strangers, you're like, hi, how are you? Like, it's ticking a box rather than, like, actually caring. I think, yeah, and I think that's the thing that everyone can ask how your day was, but few people sincerely care. Yeah. So it's about finding that that person who sincerely cares about how your day was. Yeah. And that's authentic about it. And you can kind of just feel when that happens, you know? I feel like there's a whole in my heart right now being like have I ever had that oh I'm right here Michelle <laughs> I sincerely care about you I have a great life it's okay I'll survive I mean, we can never date because we can never date and you're late all <laughs> yeah. the time um but yeah no uh yeah. <clears throat> okay so what are other red flags I have one and this is a bit of a silly one because uh, it sounds so narrow but this is that when you're dating someone and they don't give a flying about what you want to watch on Netflix. <laughs> I'm trying not to swear, hence the little poster. They literally, they will put on Netflix and they put on their show. They won't ask you. They might ask you very, but they wouldn't really care about finding something you want to watch. And this sounds like, oh, this is such a random thing. But this is because that kind of shows that they don't genuinely care about yeah. your uh, feelings, your well-being, your interests. They just care about you making them feel good and you're there as like an extension of them to make them feel good. Yeah. You're there as like a prop in their life. Right. it's than, kind of yeah. like, it's just the idea, I, I mean, I had someone do that and just like put on Formula One. I have no interest in Formula One. Yeah. I do not know anything about Formula One and yeah. I, if you've ever watched Formula One, it's really, really long. <laughs> like, I think it's something like three hours. Also, it's the same track. So they're yeah. going around, I think it's something <laughs> like 40 laps or something the worst. Like and I was actually like but it's it was the it wasn't any of that and that annoyed me it was the turning on of the tv and just going straight to what you would do with yeah. no acknowledgement that there was another person in the room yeah exactly and uh and I think I mean those things happen as like a one-off thing you know sometimes maybe you you see someone and you like watching Love Island they don't but you love watching Love Island so you just you know what I'm gonna watch Love Island now that's fine it happens sometimes with everyone but it's more when it's a consistent pattern because we see that if it's a consistent pattern it often reflect in other things as well maybe if you're gonna go out eating the person doesn't really care about where you want to go eat yeah and I actually had the unfortunate event of uh, I've dated two guys who had the same, they would watch like the same Netflix documentary, be very obsessed about the same topic. Was it the exact same de- documentary? So you had to watch it twice? Uh, yeah, I watched days. the same documentary, a political documentary twice. So I, I, I know so much about this topic right now and I don't know what to do with this information. Because <laughs> at this point with the first guy, I was so young. So, and I kind of, I didn't really know like what to say. So I just, yeah, this is cool. I'm in, super interested in this very narrow topic. With the second guy, I had matured a bit and I was just like, hey, you know what? Like you're overloading me with this information right now. So it's all about kind of setting a boundary that, hey, you know what? I don't really care about this. Yeah. And I mean, 
I'm trying to, of course, you're not going to be rude when someone, sometimes some people talk about something they're interested and passionate about. You can kind of agree, but you could also set up a boundary when it's too much and when this person doesn't care about what you are interested in. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You're giving me flashbacks because I... Sorry about that. You just (laughs) reminded me of one of... I have... Every guy I've ever dated, we have opposite tastes in movies, TV shows, everything. So, like, when it comes to Netflix, it's just a nightmare situation. And I've never really... Well, I've dated one guy who doesn't ask, but, like, most guys, we just end up sitting there, like, arguing nonstop because, like, none of us... Like, I don't want to watch anything he wants to watch and he doesn't want to watch any... And Anyway, there was a time in my life when I was not like that. And I was, like, essentially from the ages of 18 to 20, I was, like the biggest yes woman there was. Like, of course, I'll do anything you like. Oh, you want me to pick up a pack of cigarettes for you and I don't even smoke? Yeah, sure, of course I'll pay for them. Don't worry about it. Like, and he loved this show called Archer and it was honestly the most boring show (laughs) with the most sexist sense of humour. Like, I just remember really, really awful jokes about women in it. And, like, just vulgar jokes that were not funny whatsoever. And I sat through the whole 40 minutes and literally have never been so bored. And then at the end of the episode, he was like, did you like it? And I was like, oh, I loved it. It was so funny. Exactly. And it's all about that. And I think this especially is something that women tend to do for men, where they will kind of shrink themselves and make themselves more agreeable, more likable in a way. Because they think that if they don't have any strong opinions, if they don't have any you know if they just like everything he likes they love they completely i'm obsessed with minecraft you know i love it i love formula one you know they're gonna think oh she's such a cool girl you know yeah but isn't it so funny because like if i had a guy who did that i yeah. would be so unattracted to him because yeah. I'm like i love when a guy has like strong opinions yeah, like that's exactly. or like even friends i love when like me and my friends have very strong opinions and their opinions yeah. are different to mine like yeah. i just think having strong opinions is something that like or even just like defending your opinions like some, when someone gets passionate about something that they believe in, I think that's such an attractive yeah. quality. I know, right? And to lose that, yeah, when that's not even me, like I am a very opinionated person, but mm. to try to mold myself into a more attractive person, I'm literally doing the opposite of what I find attractive. And if you have to mold yourself into a smaller, different person to be with someone, then that's not the right person you're with. Yeah, red flag. Yeah, red flag. <laughs> Feel like you need to mold yourself into nothingness. Yeah. <laughs> 
literally the most digestible, like easygoing. Can you imagine, like, you should have met me when I was 18. I was the most easygoing oh person in this relationship. And then I'd get home yeah. and have to, like, let off all the steam <laughs> of trying to pretend to be someone different for, like, the last... This is why I only got into long-distance relationships. Because I could yeah. only keep it up for so long. If you, need, if, you, if you come home from being with the person you're dating and you literally feel like you need, you need to, like, punch a pillow, then you're also not dating the right person. Come I on. mean, there was... So I've gotten a lot of, like first dates this year I've not gone on any second dates because well they speak for themselves but one of the dates I genuinely remember sitting there going I could be at home watching friends right now and let genuinely on the date it was like how I described it to friends was you know when you go to a like networking business dinner and you're sitting there thinking of every single thing you could be doing instead of sitting there right now yep (laughs) that's what I was doing on like two or three of these dates then you're at the wrong date yeah the wrong person exactly red flag red flag (laughs) orange flag boring I would say someone being boring is an orange flag not a red flag because sometimes people are boring when you first meet them and then you get to know them and they're interesting really because I was gonna say if you bore me on the first date then what hope do we have on the third date no because some people I'm not saying everyone but some people on the first date they might be very nervous I'm not like not everyone but some people might be very nervous or they'd be very careful about they don't want to talk about what they're passionate about I think there's maybe a lot of women do this when they're on the first date they don't feel like they can be themselves they're very careful about what they're talking about and they can come across as a bit boring because they're so scared you know of saying something wrong what do you think? <laughs> yeah, you're talking to the wrong person though. I remember one of the dates I went on, I had a very intricate conversation around body positivity on the first date. <laughs> because he said the words, Yeah, but don't you think we should just also be healthy? <laughs> and it's yeah, just but, it started yeah, me off with yeah, this exactly. like rant that I like probably lasted longer than he wanted it to yeah. last. I mean it could be a good filter to kind of bring up some like very if you have a strong political opinions it could be a good filter for you to bring that up on the first date because then you filter out guys who are on a complete opposite spectrum yeah but uh, I mean I mean I, I also thought just being fat would filter them out but <laughs> apparently not because you said um that because I looked like I took care of myself that's why he swiped right and I was like well what do you mean by that he was like well you go to the gym I was like you can't see that in my profile I've not put anything about going to the gym mm. Um, and he was like, yeah, but you wear makeup and you look after yourself. <laughs> so you're like a good fat person, so then it's fine. I'm a good fatty, oh so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, also like what you said before about being hot and cold. Oh yeah, hot and cold. When someone is just suddenly, they're there and they're bombarding you with love and affection and everything. And then suddenly, boom, they disappear. And then yeah. they come back and they disappear. And I see so many people ending up in these relationships. Well, not even relationships, more like situationships or dating ship or whatever you call it. <laughs> I've not it. heard that one in a really long time. Yeah, just, you know, I don't know what to call it. Where people do this come into your life and they bombard you with love and then they just disappear like nothing ever happened. Yeah. I have not personally had that happening to me many times, but I had it happening like like one person, maybe two, and it's it's strange. Yeah, but the thing is, like... It doesn't happen to you if you don't feed into it. So, like, if someone disappears once, yeah. you aren't coming back <clears throat> into my life. I don't care if you yeah. disappeared for a week exactly. or, two, like, two months. Like, yeah. you're not coming back into my life. Like, yeah. that's us over. Yeah. As in, I delete your number, I delete your messages, I pretend like you don't exist until I have a really bad day and then I stalk your Instagram account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I still will not contact you. Yeah. Um, I had someone reach out to me after, like, two years. And this was, like... 
out of all the guys I've dated, probably the guy who, like, was hot and cold the most. Like, yeah. would disappear for a month, would come back into my life. And, like, it was that stereotypical, stereotypical thing where you'd go to your friends and be like, you'd never guess who contacted me again. Yeah. Um, but this was, like, the longest cold period ever. Two years. And okay, then... That is not even a cold period. That's just no period. But it made me angry for the first yeah. time. Like, normally I would just, like, go running back. But, like, yeah. I was, like... What right do you think you have to come back into my life two years later, having mm. not spoken to me, having not touched in at all? Like, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely a warning sign. Definitely. Um, and I guess my my recent my most recent addition to my red flag list is if someone's really dismissive, oh, um, yeah. or like someone tries to I call it one up you. So like. You can one-up someone using anything, whether it's, like, a horoscope or, like, oh, I'm better than you because I'm a Leo, like, or yeah, anything. because you had that happening to you. Yeah, so, like, it happened... Well, yeah, funnily enough, happened with horoscopes. Yeah. Where, like, it wasn't actually which star sign it was, but it was um, that I believed in horoscopes and he didn't. Or I... I like, I'm not even sure I fully believe in horoscopes, but I believe in astrology. Um, and he he said that it was gross and disgusting that someone of my influence, he knew about my Instagram following, um, was promoting such unscientific garbage. Like, even that sentence alone is intense. And there were no warning signs. There were no red flags about any intensity up to that point. We'd been mm. messaging for maybe three weeks. Um, but it was when he... We started, he was like, next you're going to tell me you've been to a spiritual healer. And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But like, I would try to heal myself before going to a doctor. Yeah. Um, and then he he went on some long rant. And then I was like, okay, well, you have to at least recognize the fact that emotions affect your body. Like, your emotions affect your health, like, mm. kind of thing. And he, yeah, he was like... Cortisol, yeah, and I was like, there were so many studies. And I started mm. proving things. Like, I was like, um, there were so many studies where um, shame has led to neg- uh, less muscle retention and things like this. Things that I say on stage. Things that, like, I know are factual studies that I've looked up and I've, like, verified because if I'm going to go say it on a stage, of course I know it's true. And he responded being like, as someone who studied every single molecule of the human body, I could tell you you're factually incorrect. And, like, if I wasn't so certain in my belief and if I hadn't known that these studies were so factual, like, I know I can quote the date, I can quote the, like... Um, the people who did them Mm. I would have probably backed down but it was also the fact that like you can disagree with me I'm very happy for you to disagree with me Mm. but you just didn't have to do it in that condescending way where like as someone who studied every molecule of the human body I was like you don't have to diminish my expertise and my intelligence in order to like make a point like, you can also, like, 100%, even if there's scientific evidence for something, you can still 100% disagree with it. Yeah. Um, because there's probably scientific evidence to the contrary as well, because there's a study for everything. But, I don't know, it was just that condescending, dismissive nature that I find is, like, a new addition. to. After that conversation, I was, like, adding it to my red flag list. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you live on my red flag list now. Yeah, it's just, if someone is, uh, like, this is something I've experienced as well, like, if someone is just very condescending and dismissive of something that you're passionate about. And yeah. I mean, if you, you're passionate about something really dodgy, like, for instance, like, okay, I can't think of a good example. If you're passionate about, like, 
killing puppies. Okay, then maybe you can be like, this is gross, right? <laughs> I mean, it's but, not really about passion there. But you get it's what I mean. It's more about ethics. But, like, but, yeah. but if someone is completely dismissive over something that you are interested in, something you're, something that like sparks, yeah. sets your soul on fire, then really are they good people I think the thing is I don't like it when anyone shoves their views down my throat and yeah. I'm quite like I make sure to not do it the other way around so I'll say my opinion but I'm not going to try to convince you to believe my opinion yeah, exactly and I think to not allow other people in the world to exist with a different belief to yourself is also a bit of a red flag yeah because like I, we don't have to agree on everything what so you're going to literally fight with me on every single thing we don't agree on we're going to be yeah. fighting our whole lives exactly I also think, like, fighting... I I always find the first fight quite interesting. Mm. So how you fight with someone is, like, a massive... Maybe not red flag, but, like, how... Like, it tells you a lot. And if someone uses personal information, red flag. If someone uses vulnerable information, red flag. Um, If someone makes the conversation... Like, the fight about anything that isn't about the fight. Like, Mm. you know when someone goes, and there was that thing that you said two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I'm like, no, we're not doing this. Confession, I do this sometimes. (laughs) Really? You've never done it to me. (laughs) Okay, yeah, but that's something... One of my red flags is that sometimes in arguments I can... I stay very calm in arguments and I say just the things to piss the other person off. So the other person is screaming. This is why we would never do that. No, yeah, I know, right? And I see the other person, I know I I learned how to do this. Like, I see the other person is getting increasingly angry and frustrated and I'm just staying so calm and that pisses the other person off. And I say, bam, those small things that I know will make them angry. So they seem like (laughs) angry, crazy person and I'm just a calm and collected person, you know? My red flag while I'm exposing that myself. is a massive red flag. Like yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, if someone if someone tried to hurt me in a conversation, you would never hear from me again. No, I'm not intentionally trying to hurt people. I'm just no. You be... are poking where it hurts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. And that again, I'm saying that we all have red flags. I yeah, don't... well, I just wouldn't date you, so I can be friends with you as long as we don't ever get. But I wouldn't, to do, a fight. I wouldn't do it to you. you. Would you not do it to me because you knew you wouldn't get away with it though? No, because I love you. Oh. <laughs> no, okay, true. I, you I don't, don't love the guys. No I've, done, no, I've done it to people I love. I think it's more that I think you'd see right through it. Yeah, I would. <laughs> and also, well, we don't really argue, do we? No, we don't really. I mean, we had one argument the other day about this podcast, but that was 100% my fault. <laughs> that was an argument. Oh, really? That's another thing I have. People will tell me that they had an argument with me, when I'm, and I'm just like, what? That Did was an argue? argument in my head. What? <laughs> yeah. I had so we were arguing about the... What were we arguing about? Something to do with the podcast. Oh, I was getting stressed writing the description, and she was saying no to every single option that I gave her. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was like, that's one of my pet peeves, is if someone says no to everything but doesn't give a suggestion. Oh, yeah. So, And I was getting more and more stressed because yeah. I'd already spent two hours on it trying yeah. to do it. And then I finally reached out to her to help me and she just went no 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 and because- no i already found one i asked this one but you didn't like the one i picked yeah that's so now you're, now you're twisting but yourself i was very like i was stressed and yeah. so i was like being shorter than i would normally be but she thought she was Ooh, being yeah. funny you so- were okaying me a lot in that conversation when i think about it but i did not register that as an argument <laughs> and i've had that uh, like i had someone else the other day saying that okay it's my way of saying i'm bored in this conversation oh really because i genuinely like i i've had this with people where i've been like oh did we argue and they were like yeah we argued and i was like what <laughs> we disagreed yeah yeah no but it like that was only because i was stressed and also because you think you were being funny like you you thought i was joking the whole time so Did you I? were like finding it funny and i was getting I more find it funny no as in you were being you were saying things like what the what the 
well, I'm trying to not swear, but like, what the hell? That's the stupidest idea. You said something like that at that point. Yeah. And I, I like, I think I was saying that. Sarcastic. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. You were joking. Yeah. But like, because I, think, I was yeah. stressed, I, think that's one of I was my like, problems, so when you I, are not yeah. being helpful right now. I think that's one of my, like, another red flag I have is that in an argument or like, not, I, again, I can't call that an argument, but disagreement. Yeah. I will uh, kind of try to, we're going to say, calm the situation down by using a bit of humor and just being a bit like, yeah, yeah. I, I won't go. I would kind of try to calm it down, but the other person often gets a bit annoyed when I do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought of a new red flag. So another oh. red flag I have is when someone blocks intimacy with certain things. So I've had a lot of people who like won't do phone calls because, like, like most people nowadays don't do phone calls. But mm-hmm. if you actually have a rule against phone calls, like I find that's like a way to purposely block us getting more intimate. Or they don't want to talk on the phone because they don't like talking on the phone. Or they don't yeah, want to talk to- on the phone with you. Dun, dun. Oh, don't even. Not- now you're hitting he's, a sore point. He's just not that into you. <laughs> okay, no. Okay. I'm well, sorry, okay. No, 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 no. no. You know what actually happened yeah. was that... Um, so he didn't believe in phone calls, like full stop, to with anyone. That's what he Weird. said. That's what he told me. And then two months after we broke up, I started dating one of his friends. And I, um, I didn't like it. I thought it was weird. I was like... I'm not comfortable with this. I want to have a conversation with him and say that, like, like I'm dating one of your... Well, I'm going on a date with one of your friends. Yeah. Um, and he was like, no, 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 let's make sure, like, we're, we're both getting on, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, and in one of our first phone calls, he said, like, I was like, oh, this is strange. You're already, like, better than my ex because, like, he doesn't believe in phone calls. Mm. And this guy was such a manipulative, like, genuinely, I wouldn't use this word lightly, but pathological liar... Um, about everything that he came like the first time like we like he came over he told me all these things my ex had said about me and one of the things he said was oh we speak on the phone the whole time and I'd a hundred percent forgotten that I told him that like obviously when you tell someone that like that's a massive insecurity yeah and then he just like wound it up by being like we talk on the phone all the time I'm not sure what you're talking about Jesus. And so, like, I texted my ex afterwards and he didn't realise that I was still friends with my ex. And I was mm. like... Because he had also called me intense and called me frigid and all this stuff. Mm. And what I found out from this second guy. Yeah. Um, and my ex was like, Michelle, literally, I'm going to screenshot the conversation we had. And I was like, wait, screenshot the conversation? I thought you had it over the phone. And he was like, no, there were literal texts that he texted me being like, by the way, I'm dating your ex-girlfriend. Um and this guy had just made up this whole conversation. He never called me frigid. He never called me intense. Like he'd never said any of these stuff, this these things about me. And he never spoken to him on the phone. Oh my god! <laughs> because he didn't believe in phone calls. But yeah, yeah, no, that that is like a way to block intimacy. Yeah, that's just weird behavior, also in general. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and okay, so I have one, and this is something that I think a lot of people might disagree with. But this is something that I have experienced uh, where if you meet someone and it's someone that is young and they and you're like, oh, what's your Instagram? And they say, oh, I'm not on any social media. And you see this person being on their phone all the time. And, I mean, okay. Oh, really? For, That's something I no, would be fine attractive. No, no, no. Because this is because of my experience with this. I'm uh, very, and this is my experience and also the experience of my friends. You meet, especially this is if you meet a guy. Okay. And you kind of, you like, oh, what's your Instagram? And he's very like hesitant to give you his Instagram and he don't want to follow you on Instagram and he's on a private and he don't want to follow you. Maybe you even find him on Instagram and he says he doesn't have Instagram. In, in my case, in half of the cases when a guy says... They're married? No. 
in half of the cases in my experience the guy is actually sincerely just not on social media right now and that's completely fine and yeah. i'm just like you go like go for it but in the other half of the cases the guy has a girlfriend <laughs> and that girlfriend is on the instagram the girlfriend is checking who is following the girl is on the pictures and the girl is gonna be who's that girl you followed so i'm saying if a guy is hesitant to follow you on instagram oh he's married girlfriend married i don't know yeah <laughs> married girlfriend i don't know involved with someone else to an extent where he don't want to follow you on instagram because yeah. then this other woman is going to see it so for me that can be a red flag if you have a feeling a vibe that a guy is maybe seeing someone else uh and he doesn't want to follow you on instagram or doesn't let you follow him then that is a red flag. See, I think just because i've had this happening like i've met these type of guys multiple times yeah and my friends have had this happen to them multiple times so i've seen a pattern and i know a lot of people are gonna be like no if a guy is not on social media that's healthy and i was like yeah in half of the cases the guy is telling the truth he's not on social media but the other half of the cases he's hiding something <laughs> well i think because it's not on my radar because i've never dated someone we date very different guys we meet different guys yeah that's true yeah. like i've never i've never been cheated on so i don't have that like paranoia from the girlfriend side yeah. and then also i've never dated anyone and found out they've been in i have i have i have one friend the reason why i said the married thing is because i had one friend recently mm. date a married guy and he said he didn't have a facebook account and then probably did, found huh? a facebook account yeah, and then exactly. she was like you're married like yeah um but yeah no i th- the reason why i was like that's really interesting is because i'm getting to the point where i want to start lying and say i don't have an instagram and but also like, i think this is something that more guys will do to girls than girls will do to guys that's true but also because now i'm very careful about not adding anyone on any social media until literally like not yeah. even when we're official like past bit like we've been together for a year fine you could finally add me on like yeah and i I think this is fine because a lot of the times that guys might actually say it because they just feel it's too soon to go to move on to social media but i'm just saying that i've had i think i I think i need maybe two hands to count the amount of times i've met guys and i've been talking to them and they and they are like like they won't ask me out and then when it comes to instagram and like i'm like oh yeah i'll just follow you on instagram because sometimes i would rather give my instagram than my number because yeah. instagram's easier to just block and delete and i'm just oh yeah I'll give them instagram they're like no no instagram well this and is why i find their instagram after because you know like when you get their number instead it comes up like from your uh, yeah yeah and then their instagram comes up and i see a girlfriend there i've had this happening i think it happened about like five or six times to me just like the last two years but well, i just think i meet these type of guys a lot maybe because i'm more like out like nightlife yeah. situations well so i think for me that's it's twofold one i hate the awkwardness of having to decide where like you've been dating someone like maybe you've gone on three dates and then the awkwardness of how you decide do you block them do you delete them do you like unfollow them mute that's a perfect thing i always do that yeah oh, but I the problem is if them, i but... mute them i keep stalking them oh so, yeah you do i don't yeah you're yeah very different that way i literally but the second thing is also i don't want someone to find out information about me from my instagram because there is so much information about me i can understand completely understand that for in your perspective why well, you wouldn't want a guy to see your instagram yeah because I'm, I'm like i'm talking if, about the average guy in the, the street thing is, that like, has what, what is this what does the average guy in the street have on his instagram if he's single he has like himself holding a fish that's like his picture you know but the thing is like i'm not embarrassed about it no, it's, it's just, just more the fact that like it's too much too soon yeah what number one number mm. two like you're not finding it out through me and yeah. so like it sounds different when you read it on my page and it's coming out of my mouth yeah. and I'm telling... Also, the most frustrating thing is being on a date and this has happened maybe 10 times in the last two years where I've started telling a story and they've gone, oh yeah, I read about that on your Instagram. Um, yeah. Or like, it happened 
earlier this year where I was on a date and I started talking about like oh, I was doing this talk blah 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 and then he was like oh was it your TED talk and yes, I was like you're talking about yourself and you're such a unique situation like true. how many people are in your situation no but I still find that a red flag if someone googles you like it doesn't matter what job you do I find it weird googling someone but I don't find that weird really googling someone maybe you want to find out because i've had situations where i've like i was there was googling a guy someone before a first date okay before a first but i think that's different because you online date and i don't oh yeah that's true so i kind of i might meet a guy and i was like D-, he said he- we really have very different dating this that's the <laughs> thing so someone listening to this podcast they might be completely relating to michelle and someone else might have been completely relating to me so keep in mind there is no like right and wrong or there, yeah. this is because i would say the social media thing it, it's not always a red flag so, at all. It's just a potential red flag in some situations. Would you say you meet most of your guys in a club? No, or like through friends? Through friends, not just clubs. Like through friends. Is Are you even on a dating app? No. No. So I'm on like three dating apps. Yeah. And I've only ever gone on dates in the last three years with guys off dating apps. Yeah, exactly. I've never gone on a date. Well, I've gone on dates with friends of friends, but we've actually met through dating apps and then found out we had mutual friends. Exactly. So it is very different experience. And also, I feel like it's just a generally different experience when you don't know anything about someone before going on a first date, Mm -hmm. which happens with dating apps. Mm -hmm. And you knowing someone's mutual friends and you knowing, like, more information about them because you can ask your friend, like, oh, is this true? Blah, blah, blah. Like... All that exactly. kind of stuff. Exactly. And I think also like another, okay, very quickly now, like another red flag in terms of social media stuff. You've been dating someone for a while and they just, they will post, they will post their cat. They will post their socks on their story. They post everything on their story except you. Like, don't get me wrong. Because there are some people who on social media, they literally, they post like once every year and they post a vacation picture once every year and they never post on their story. That's fine. But if someone posts everything on their story except you, I mean, I'd be they're bit, hiding you. I'd be a bit more worried if someone was posting pictures of their socks on Instagram. Oh, just, interesting. No, socks but like, literally, yeah. I've seen people like, they're like, I, like no, I, I know what you mean. I have a friend and like, not dating friend, but I have a friend, this guy I know, uh, and he is posting literally everything on this Instagram story everything possible everything he eats everything except his girlfriend <laughs> also, I was shocked when I found out she exists and I was like oh do you remember old Facebook so like I remember dating a guy and, and on old Facebook you could post on each other well you still can but like it's less common now but you post messages on each other's walls but that means your friends can't see it so, like, yeah. I would date this guy and he'd write on my wall the whole time. But, of course, only my friends saw that and his friends couldn't see it. Yeah. But he would never, like, post a picture of me exactly. or, like, something like that. So that's so true. And, again, this is, I wouldn't say that if you just start to seeing someone, you shouldn't really... No, don't, like, think that they should post you in their story right away. But it's more that if they post everything except you... Yeah, and it's, like, when, you, when you're official and things like that, like, yeah, why is that not... Yeah, you are official and you just the person is really... You feel the person is hiding you. But I would encourage you in this situation to actually just ask the person very carefully address it just like hey like it's you post everything except me it's like because then maybe they'd be like oh i haven't even thought about that but i also think like the social media like social media is not the only way to hide someone you can yeah. hide someone by not introducing to them to your oh, friends or your family red flag yeah. not introducing you to their friends why didn't well, we so, bring up this one so like i well i've had this as well and the excuse that was given to me is my friends were really my friends and family are really racist 
Um, so, like, I don't want to put you through that. But if all um, your friends are racist, maybe maybe that's also a red flag. If you're well, dating so, someone, all so their friends are racist, maybe they're also racist. His ex was also a- previously Asian. And so she, he was like, she went through all this racist shit and I don't want you to go through it as well. But to be fair, it's just an excuse. Yeah. Like, also, I'm kind of questioning if all of your friends and family are racist. Yeah. Then, like, there's a common factor. Exactly, that's what I said. Like, if all the friends and family are racist, I mean, you can't really choose your family in that way, but you can choose yeah. your friends. And why would you choose friends that are have trash opinions and values? Yeah. Um, also, if you're like, uh, if uh, you say something like, oh, all my exes are crazy. Oh, like, God. With the same Redest flag. With this same relationship, he said yeah. that he she she turned into a psychopath that he nearly called the police when they broke up. Oh, what did he do to her? That's yeah. <laughs> this is what I think. I'm like, oh, all your exes are crazy. What's the common denominator? You. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I think just relationship history. Okay, so we should try to be careful to judge people on their relationship history because everyone's different. Oh, if but someone if, judged me on my relationship history, it wouldn't exactly, be great. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But what I'm talking about, if you meet like an adult person that you start dating, either this is a man or a woman, and their entire relationship history is a long like years and years of short-term relationship lasting three to six months three to six months without any breaks in between it's just no this is not you because you this have breaks. oh no i have, have breaks, breaks. Of being single, i'm talking yeah. people who jump in from short-term relationship oh, to short-term relationship back. non-stop over a period of years this is a super red flag because this shows that the person is only looking for the initial high that relationship gave you you know infatuation not love the yeah. person is looking for that hit and then this hit the infatuation it can't last for longer than like three to six months is like the maximum it can last so when they stop feeling that way they think oh i don't have feelings for this person anymore i need to move on but in fact what happens is that it's just infatuation can't last yeah so if that means that the person is kind of like a infatuation addict and they get they get bored too easily yeah Yeah. they get bored easily and they always need something new something fresh so if you meet someone and for the last 10 years they've had like i would say like 15 short-term relationships then run yeah you're not going to be the person who's going to change your mind they're going to get bored in three to six months save yourself and run i think that's such a true thing about like you're not going to be the person that saves them like, stop having that stop going into a relationship thinking that you're going to be this person who saves them and change them and make well, them you're the exception love yeah yeah exactly because you're just not. not that empty yes <laughs> <laughs> okay that's a long one let's leave oh, it there well, yeah. um uh thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed you can find amalia on instagram yes, at amalia lee and uh you can find me at scarred not scared i nearly forgot my username for a moment Wait. um thank you so much for listening and we'll speak to you soon speak to you soon bye bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.